Hello everyone and welcome. Welcome to Beyond Small Talk. I've missed you all so much. Last week we had a hiatus. I needed some R&R and a little self-reflection time. So we took off last week, but thank you so much for joining us on Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour, where it's real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And I'm your co-host today. My name is Jackie Janik, Women's Empowerment Coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define find their own path in the world. And thank you so much for joining me today on Beyond Small Talk. Again, I have missed you guys so, so much. And I'm really excited to have a friend, a good friend on. Her name is Carla Salinari, and she is, um, her handle is at the Latina Health Coke. Hello, she just joined. Hello, I'm so excited to have her on. And today we're going to be talking about a plant-based meals and lifestyles. I have a lot of questions. I'm a meat eater, and I've been following Carla for quite a while now. We've become internet uh, besties here, and she's just so sweet and kind. We have a lot in common, and I'm just so excited that we're going to start talking and she's going to share her base diet. Uh, Carla is a wife, a mom, and a holistic health coach and she has really opened up my eyes to new ways of being. Hello! Hi Jackie, how are you? Hi, welcome Carla. I'm so happy Um, that you invited me back. Thank you so much. Anytime talking about food and you've totally opened my eyes and I keep saying this to a new way of like eating and thinking and shopping and I just been watching you for I not been that long like we met within the past year or so and I just say thank you for changing my perception and at least opening my mind up to new ways for eating so thank you. My pleasure. And I'm so glad that we connected. And like you said, you know, we're Instagram besties. We chat every day on the regular. (laughs) And, you know, one of the biggest blessings, at least for me, um, since I joined this Instagram world is the beautiful gifts of other women like you and, and, and just being able to connect with people that just, you know, share the same ideas and values and philosophies in life. And, you know, so thank you. I'm very grateful for you for your friendship. Um, And yeah, this is so awesome. I'm excited to cook today and just to get down and just talk about food. I'm so excited. Yes. I've never had a cooking. We've never had like an interactive Beyond Small Talk. So I'm so excited for this. Thank you so much. Um, yes. And can we start a bit? Because I was thinking about plant-based dieting. No, I'm not like know too much about it except from mm-hmm. what I learned from you um, <laughs> and I always think about am I going to get full <laughs> like I'm a hearty eater I love yeah. food I like to eat a lot of it I like the whole um, interaction around food I like everything about food and yet when I feel like maybe I'm not eating the right things that are more filling than others can that right. be the case yeah so I want to start off by saying that plant-based eating is Um, a buzzword. Everybody's talking about it. You're either vegan, keto, like everything has a label, right? I prefer to call it being flexitarian. I prefer to say Mm. that I follow a more intuitive way of eating that is made up of mostly plants, right? And, you know, we have been taught for so many years, right, that if it doesn't have meat, it's not a complete meal. If you're not mm-hmm. eating animal organ, you could be depleting, um, you can have depleted levels of iron, which is completely false. If you're not drinking cow milk, then you're not getting adequate amounts of calcium, which is completely false. And all of these things for such a long time. So now that plant-based, veganism, lacto-vegetarian, all of these things are so popular, right? People have this, they feel hesitant because of everything we've been taught for such a long time. To your point, can I have a plant-based meal that's hearty? Remember that all protein originates from plants, right? The animal is the middleman, okay? So where do where and I'm and I'm and it almost sounds like duh, I didn't think about it like that, but most of us don't. Okay, so cows get their protein from grass. So why do we feel like we need to get our protein from cows and not from plants? It's this, it's this mental connection that we have to animal protein. And if we don't have it, we're lacking something, but it's quite the opposite, right? And I don't, and I'm not here to knock on meat eaters. I'm married to a big one. And um, it's just knowledge is power. 
If you yes. want to get all of your essential amino acids from animal protein, that's fine. But don't eat animal protein because you think that's the only way to get your essential amino acids. It's not true. An array of vegetables eating the rainbow can provide the essential amino acids that we need to build these building blocks that we, are, that we know as protein, right? Also, we don't need to drink cow milk to get calcium. Calcium is a mineral that comes from the earth. Cows are able to produce calcium because they eat grass that comes from the soil, right? So again, we don't have to have cow milk in order to have adequate amount of calcium. We can get calcium through other things like seaweed, spinach, right? So it's all about learning and opening our minds and our taste buds to the possibilities of a more holistic plant-based way of eating. Yeah. And I like that you said our taste buds, because I think that people are like, oh, it doesn't taste good. Oh, that's not going to taste good. I was like, well, one, do you try it? And um, we've had this conversation before, before about children. Sure. I sometimes treat myself as if I had like a child's palate. So sometimes you have to give it to them multiple times yes. for order of them to like be like, okay, so you got me on the whole kick of I've even moved past almond milk because I do, I see what you do, read the ingredients. And when we get past a certain number, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Like, I don't even know what they're saying. I'll, like, I hate when that happens. You're on ingredient nine and you're like, this is like another language. Um, yeah. And move to oat um, milk. And I have to say, I was perfectly delicious. And I, I even believe I got the brand that I saw you using. I saw some of your brands and I was like, you know what? I like this change. I felt good. Like I felt good, you know? You know, I, 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 this, I use this example so much because it's something that happened a while back. This was a podcast that I, that I was on. And the person that was interviewing me said, you know, I just have convinced myself that plant-based food is just not going to taste as good. And that's just how I have to live. And I was like, what? So here's the answer to that. The answer to why sometimes more natural alternatives don't taste as good is because processed foods and refined sugar and all these packaged foods that we have been fed for such a long time are chemically produced in order to, they have chemical enhancers in them and they're called natural flavors. There is nothing natural about the word natural flavors as part of your ingredient in whatever it is that you're eating, okay? There is... And, and this is maybe a conversation for another time about reading labels. And it's understanding that natural flavors translates into flavor enhancers, which have a chemical reaction in our taste buds, which, which, in, which helps us taste things different. It's like a very concentrated taste of a particular thing. Okay, so and there are chemical, there's scientists, there's flavor scientists that work with companies like Frito-Lay and Coca-Cola and, and, and all these companies that produce all of these things. There is a very um, meticulous roadmap to making sure that you don't, don't just have one potato chip. This is why you cannot stop and you have the entire bag. There, everything yes. is calculated, right? So when we know and we understand that again i will repeat this throughout today's life knowledge is power if you decide you want to have three or four doritos once a year but you have the knowledge to know that there's a chemical reason why you cannot stop eating the entire bag then you just stop yourself at three doritos and you call it a day right but it's not having the knowledge that gets us in trouble and then we fall victim of this mentality that we don't have the willpower and we become mm -hmm. so hard on ourselves and the negative talk and all these things but in reality it's not just about willpower it's about all of these outside influences and factors that at times we have no control of okay one way that we can control that is through going back to a more natural way of eating and natural way of thinking about food as a way of healing the body, eating with purpose, and learning to see food as medicine. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, eating with purpose, um, because sometimes you're right. We get on ourselves, especially as women, and all of a sudden if I have – I 
don't really eat Doritos or Cheetos. Like, I just don't like yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's not my thing or whatever. But every once in a while, you know, you're like, you have a craving. You're like, oh, maybe I feel like a chip or something like that. And then you get all mad at yourself and you say, I can't stop. I have no, like you said, I have no willpower. The mentality is going down like that rabbit hole when really that's what it was made to do. So you eat the entire bag and then you buy more and then it just uh rolls into many more problems health issues etc down the road and fuels the um yeah that's a whole Absolutely. nother discussion I was, food, <laughs> we're fueling. I yeah. we have we have material here to have like mm -hmm. 10, 10 id lives right so yeah, uh, just quickly before we get started cooking i just yeah. had a call with a client and we were having this conversation she was saying to me you know carla i just i have the bagel And even if it's gluten-free, then I have to have this and I have to have that. And then I see the next person and it becomes this comparative, right? Of how can she do it and why can't I? And then this horrible thing, which I am going to use the word hate. I don't like to use that word very loosely. This comparison of before and after pictures, right? Of what, what mm -hmm. looks like a health, a positive health journey to one person doesn't mean that that's going to be your your health journey as well so we live in this comparison and we don't take outside of factors into consideration like hormone imbalances right for example that's a huge one we're in our 40s mm -hmm. we know what it's like our metabolism yeah. is starting to slow down our body is preparing for premenopause some of us in early menopause all of those things play a huge factor in how we lose weight right and how belly fat sleep digestion period hormones and you know one size doesn't fit all you know right. and and mm -hmm. it's understanding that really not just saying we understand it really understanding that and using that knowledge in a positive way to then learn how to use food in your favor You learn how to use food as a positive way to nourish this vessel that we have that does so much for us, right? It, it, we, we grow children in 10 months. I mean, come on guys, really? Yeah. Like, we do so many things and all we do is criticize our bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely about, one of those girls. I'm yeah. hard on myself. I'm very totally. hard. Especially like you said, in your 40s and you know, I know there's other Beyond Small Talk community members in their 20s and 30s and they're probably tired of me talking about it, but I'm just giving you a heads up because no one really gave me a heads up. No one actually said to me, Jackie, when you hit a, around your 40s, mm -hmm. you can start being in perimenopause and this is hormonal and this changes your body, your belly fat, how you digest food, sleep. I was like, what happened here? Like all these things are played in and it really goes back. I love how you say food is medicine. Mm -hmm. So, oh, so I'm excited for you to get started. Um, yeah. I've mentioned many times, I don't cook, but I very much enjoy watching people cook <laughs> and eating homemade meals. Like I'm really okay. good at it. <laughs> okay. So what, so the reason that I chose the recipe that I did today was one, because you asked me for a hearty meal and I wanted to debunk the myth that plant-based isn't hearty. And that if you don't eat, if you eat plant-based, you're going to be hungry in an hour or in 30 minutes. That's simply not true. The secret is to choose fruits and vegetables that are high in protein, high in healthy fat, and high, high in fiber, high in protein, fat, and uh, protein, right? So fat, fiber, and protein are the three components. It's the trifecta to creating a mm -hmm. smart meal that is going to not only nourish your body, but keep you full longer, improve your digestion, your energy levels, so that you don't experience that crash 30 to 40 minutes after you've eaten your meal because you've spiked your insulin levels so high that now you're just like, oh my God, I need to take a nap, which is terrible, right? It's a horrible feeling. So if we start to see food as like I said, medicine, but then we choose with purpose, right? So mm. one of what we're going to make today is we're going to make a spring pasta that can be ready in less than 20 minutes, but it has what I like to call upgraded ingredients, right? So instead of white flour pasta, we're going to use, and I'm not sponsored by any of these people. This is actually what I cook with in my family and uh, at home and what I feed my family. Jovial pasta is the best gluten-free pasta on the market. It's made with two ingredients, brown rice and water. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So I'm going to choose this pasta, right? Again, I'm choosing with purpose, understanding that this is going to give me a lot of fiber and it's not going to spike my blood sugar levels, okay? Then eating seasonally. You and I have had many conversations about this before. The power of eating seasonally will transform your life. Why? One, it's budget-friendly. Okay, and you have, and you can, in some cases, choose to buy or be able to buy more in more organic ingredients because when they're in season, they're a lot cheaper. Also, yes. seasonal fruits and vegetables have more nutrients because they're they're they are they're harvested at peak rather than mm -hmm. being taken from the vine or whatever it is before they ripen in order to get to you. Why do you think that strawberries are $15 uh, for a small container in the dead of winter? Because it's not strawberry season, right? So budget-friendly, high in nutrients, right? And easy to get, right? So eat seasonally, work with what is around you. Also, Mother Nature is so perfect that it gives us what we need at the times that we need it. When is cold season? Cold season, yeah, so December, right, October, November, December, and January. What happens during, cold, during the colder months? We get the flu, we get sick, this and that. What is something that helps us combat that? Zinc. Zinc is mm -hmm. found in pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin is a fall, winter vegetable. Right? It, it, so, it, yeah. Why yeah. would anyone even question Mother Nature? She's just brilliant. I know. She's just amazing. Yeah, she's brilliant. Right. <laughs> and I, um, when I go shopping, you have told me, well, I, you know, I don't know necessarily what's in what season, but I look for the price. And even my Trader Joe's, which, again, not an ad, not sponsor. I just love Trader Joe's. I go there yeah. frequently. I can tell because when all of a sudden, and my daughter lives on watermelon, that in the dead of winter, watermelon, first of all, it doesn't even look pretty. Like, it, it doesn't, really you know, like that, anything. No, it doesn't have that good taste, but in the summer, like right now, the watermelon, it's just delicious and it's more affordable. So that's how I've been gauging and that's how I shop now from you. I look at and I change my mind. You know, I'm like, okay, so this blueberry was like $12. I was like, obviously, it's not in season. I need Correct. to eat seasonally. <laughs> exactly. And choosing yeah. seasonal is also, it also helps you spice up your menu, right? I a lot of us get into this rut, right? And some of the reason, a lot of For the reasons sure. why we fall back into unhealthy habits is because we're just sick and tired of eating the same thing over and over again. But when you start eating seasonally, the menu changes and it, you get excited, mm. right? I get excited for ramps. Ramps are, a, a, they're wild garlic, right? And they're only in season for two weeks out of the spring. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like it's, it's ramp season. You know, you get excited. So that is also another way to help you stay eating whole food plant-based meals that are going to nourish your body. But at the same time, you have so many options of different things that you can work with that change every three to four months. Right now, and for today, we're going to make a spring-summer pasta with all seasonal ingredients. So artichokes are in season now, and they're packed okay. with fiber. One artichoke has nine grams of fiber. So here, you have right here only with this, with the, with the pasta that's made with brown rice and the artichoke, you already have a hearty meal that's going to keep you full longer. Why? Because it's high in fiber, right? So then we're yeah. going to choose olives, which are also in season. We're going to choose tomatoes. It's tomato season. It's the summer. They're juicy and amazing. And then we're going to use summer squash, which is also hmm. in season now. And it's super versatile and we can use it in a ton of recipes. This meal is not only going to be ready in under 15 minutes, but it'll probably cost you five bucks. So wow. think about it yeah. in, that, in that way, right? Um, and then we're going to complement all of those flavors with herbs and spices. Herbs and spices are not only a powerful way to improve the, the flavors of your foods, but they're also incredibly nourishing and healing for the body. And we often don't really know what to do with them, right? So it's like, yeah. we know dill mm -hmm. goes into like tzatziki sauce and maybe cucumber salad. We just don't live in a, in a country that embraces condiments and herbs and spices 
in a medicinal way. Yeah, no, I don't know. I use salt. Like this is all I know. Garlic. <laughs> Sorry. You're so funny. All garlic. right, so let's get started. I'm going to show you how to do this. Yeah. So I went ahead just for the purpose of like speeding things up and went ahead and boiled the pasta. Again, for those of you asking and watching Jovial Pasta, you can buy it anywhere, even on Amazon these days on the internet. And they go on sale very often. So what we're going to do is I am going to saute in a small pan a little bit of organic olive oil. Also, again, eating with purpose. Olive oil is an anti-inflammatory. It's wonderful to add it to your meals. And not only that, a lot of the vitamins in the foods that we're eating are fat-soluble, meaning that the body best absorbs them in the presence of fat. So with, remember that the next time you drizzle some good quality olive oil on your meals, not only are you giving it that delicious flavor, but you're helping your body absorb the nutrients of the food that you're about to eat better. Okay, so I'm going to heat my olive oil. And then I have some onions. Onions, again, they have tons of healing properties as well. Onions are really great. And we're going to saute some garlic as well. Garlic, it's an antimicrobial and antifungal. Now I'm going to teach you a little trick. If you know that you're going to be cooking with garlic, peel your garlic and cut it in half and let the enzymes activate because it becomes that much more powerful when you cook with it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you let your, your garlic activate before you cook with it, it becomes that much more medicinal for you, all right? So you activate your garlic and now we're gonna chop it and we're going to saute and I would do like, half of a white onion and two garlic cloves. That's like rule of thumb, right? Like pretty much. Mm -hmm. If you're feeding like a family of two or three, that's plenty. And we're gonna saute that on medium. And then while that's sauteing, I'm going to cut my ingredients. Now what you're gonna do is you're gonna add them according to how fast they cook, right? So my artichokes are already cooked, so this is probably gonna go in last. My garlic and onion is already cooking. My tomatoes don't really need to cook that much, but I'm going to start with the summer squash because it's the one that will probably, out of this whole bunch, take the longest to cook. Now, if you're buying organic, right, and we don't have to buy everything organic. I don't care what anybody says. Um, you should buy organic anything that you're eating the skin, right, because that's okay. mm -hmm. a very porous part. Um, so things like spinach, raspberries, strawberries, right? Um, the squashes, um, but anything that has like thick skin, like pineapple, avocados, watermelon, cantaloupe, you can get away with not buying it organic. So you can save a little bit more. There is an app, um, called EWG, which is the environmental working group. And they release, a list every year of the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. And that is a really good way for you to know by year which crops are being sprayed um, and how to, you know, shop better. Yeah, actually, I think I learned that from you because I looked it up. I forgot mm -hmm. if you if I listened to one of your stories and it had um, some of my favorites on there. Grapes was pretty high this year and I love grapes. So I was like, oh, OK, but it's just bringing <laughs> again, knowledge is power. So it's exactly. like, OK, what's seasonal? What may I need to shop organically? What maybe I can save on? It's just, again, knowledge is power, being smart in your um, purposeful eating. Right. And you know something, if there are just some things that you can live without and they're not in season, like for me, I love cherries. I can't live without mm -hmm. them. I always need to have a bag of cherries in my freezer. Buy them frozen, right? Mm. Buy them frozen. It is, I mean, obviously, um, things that are fresh are better. But if you buy from a reputable company and the ingredients is just that, the product that you're buying, buy them frozen. They're, they're flash frozen peak of their harvest. So it's fine, right? And that's also another way to meal prep and have alternatives in your fridge so that it keeps you from finding yourself in like a food emergency or like not really mm. knowing what to cook. That's also really good. So I'm adding my green squash. And I don't want to overcook my onion and my garlic because I don't want it to become bitter. 
So if that happens, just add a little bit of water so that it doesn't stick. Now, I don't know if you can see me very well, which is unfortunate because I set up my table so nicely, but I can start showing you. So we're yeah. just going to saute the zucchini and we're going to let those ingredients come together for a few minutes, but you don't want to overcook your veggies, right? I don't know if this happened to you when you were a kid, but and sorry, mom, I know she knows I say these things. She used to give us like such mushy asparagus. I'm like, what? This is not what asparagus is supposed to taste like or like such mushy um, broccoli, right? Mm. Bless her heart. It was like, you know, from a can and whatever, because it was what she was able to give us in that time. Um, but now we know that if overcooking your veggies depletes them from their nutrients, right? So we don't, that's what we I was going to ask you. Yeah. It depletes from the nutrients because I tend to, um, put all of mine in a pan like you're doing, but then they get burnt and I actually don't mind some burntness because it reminds me of a chip. Like it reminds me of the crunch, maybe not like a chip that I need, but it remind, gives me like that crunch and I like crunchy kind of things yeah. sometimes. Um, but if they're kind of burnt, my husband's like, do you just burn everything? <laughs> like Ganda. Um, <laughs> does that, it loses its nutrients, I'm sure. It does. Right? It does. So yeah. that's why it's so important to make sure that you cook your veggies separately, right? Like don't roast your broccoli with, potato or sweet potato because obviously the broccoli is going to char a lot faster than your sweet potato is going to cook right so I would if I was roasting a big sheet of veggies I would do like cauliflower broccoli red onion right things like that that cook within the same time and then I would leave like the sweet potato potato and those more starchy root veggies to then cook separately with another group that will take the same time as them right that's yeah, like makes a, total uh, sense yeah. yeah i think i put my asparagus with the broccoli and then that just yeah. wasn't working too well well really is that okay it looked yeah. a little burnt well my asparagus were so thin oh like that's they were what? like these yeah it was very thin so um yeah i had a little blip there but that's totally fine so now I'm just chopping up my tomatoes and I'm going to, you know, my husband, Joe, is like really great in the kitchen and he has amazing tips. Um, and he taught me that if you cut your tomatoes with a knife that has teeth like this, you don't squash the tomatoes. So you preserve the oh. natural juices from it. So that's a little a little tip for you guys. So I'm going to go we ahead. We couldn't really see the, kni the knife. Does, is that the knife that has the little, oh, yeah, yeah. Rather than yeah. using something like the, this, the... which is just going to squash it. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to add my tomatoes. And, I mean, it smells like summer and spring. I mean, these colors are just amazing. And you're going to let that just come together mm -hmm. right then we are going to we have the I have some Kalamata olives which are great to add some healthy fat to your meals as well and then after we're going to add the artichokes right so these artichokes are cooked already so I am going to add them at the end I'm going to cut them in fours and again, is it like artichoke. an artichoke heart? Yes, and not it's an the, artichoke. Um, yeah. Gotcha. It's an artichoke heart. Um, you know, artichokes are super underrated. Like, they're not that difficult to cook. <laughs> they just look intimidating. They really do. They do, because all the outer leaves, I remember how much my mother loves them. And she's always, like, sucking on a leaf of the... Yeah. Um, artichoke but I never really yeah. saw the middle because all I ever saw was her eat like the outers <laughs> my so grandmother funny. did that too eating the outers is amazing right like it's like almost yeah. like a chip right like you just you know yeah, like, and yeah. using your teeth right so I also have a little bit of tomato sauce that I'm going to mm -hmm. add just to bring all these flavors together now really important um I'm Latina uh, which means that we use a lot of Goya and like all these conventional, I mean, I don't use that anymore, but you know, growing up all these conventional uh, brands. And it wasn't until now that I started to pay attention to the ingredients is in things as simple as tomato sauce. 
if you're not careful, you're adding cornstarch, sugar, artificial additives, like all these not so great ingredients in things that should only be a, one ingredient, right? For example, tomato sauce. So always pay attention to what you're putting in your plate, what you're cooking with, because sometimes we could be under the impression that it's healthy and it's meant to be healthy, but it needs to preserve the shelf life. And in some cases, it's packed with all that stuff. So I like the Whole Foods 365 brands and I look for sales and things like that. And this one, mm -hmm. the ingredients is just that, tomato sauce, and that's it. And you would think that that's, like you said, is the only thing that it should be. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when I brought it up to my mom once when we were just talking about it, she's like, um, that's new. That's not how oh. it was before. And to her point, that's 100% true. A lot of these big companies are now cheaping out with their ingredients in order to, um, you know, sell more, uh, produce more, right? Supply and demand. And they're just cheaping out with the ingredients where maybe 20, 30 years ago, it wasn't the case, but it sure is the case now, especially with like industry oils, which are uh, oils like canola oil, cottonseed oil, all of these highly inflammatory oils that have a higher smoke point, right? Which is why so many of these companies are cooking with them. They're cheap, but they have, mm. they, they cause so much inflammation in the body and inflammation as a lot of you may or may not know is the root cause of disease. So we, mm. you know, should pay attention to those things. And, you know, as part of my six month program, when I teach my clients, we have a whole class on learning to read labels, because it's really important. It's so significant. And the more I listen to you, the, and the more I do it, the more questions I have. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what does this even mean? And why yeah. is this a uh, gum and everything like that? Yeah. You know, I was like, what is yeah. this? Why is well, it so over processed? Well, gums are just a binder, right? So, but the thing is that then again, they start to get cheap with the binders and then they have to add three, four, and five different types of binders. But see, I know exactly what oat milk you're referring to, right? That brand that we both um, like is called Malk, right? I'm, I'm assuming yeah. this is the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Malk, I mean, I, the owner of Malk is amazing. Her name is August Vega. She's a, a, a mompreneur, woman-owned business. I love it. And she doesn't put any gums in her products. So what happens when you use it in coffee, it separates, right? But she doesn't mm -hmm. care, right? And I don't care either because the flavor is amazing. And I know that I'm getting a good quality product. Now, have some other of the conventional um, uh, almond milk and oat milk and whatever. It doesn't separate. It gives you that creamy consistency. But in order to achieve that, it's because it has all of these gums that are listed on the back, right? So that is so difference. good to know. Like, again, knowledge is power because I'm sure, like you said, it tastes just as well, but we're used to, I don't drink coffee. I just drink tea and I drink it black. But I know what you're saying because my mom was a big coffee drinker, my husband, yeah. that if they saw things like coming apart and it looked like the milky, you would just assume that maybe this is bad. This doesn't look pretty. This is like, you're just not used to having coffee that way. And they wouldn't realize that it's better for you than other things, but it's just not stuck together. Like, right. you're teaching us so much. This is so cool. Okay. <laughs> and like, you know, I have all my posters because I got to write it all down. You are hilarious. So I just went ahead and added the artichokes because I want all of those flavors to come together. <gasps> that looks beautiful. And this is what it's starting to look like. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful dish. And, you know, going back to what we were just talking about, about the gums that separate you know, the, if there aren't any gums in the ingredient list that the things will separate, we are visual. We're visual eaters. If we see something that doesn't look appetizing, we don't eat it. Digestion starts with your eyes and with your smell, right? When you're, and, and with, it's all, this is, oh my God, I have so many things to say about this. Um, <laughs> the my, the my, and you know why I, I, I am so passionate about this, Jackie? It's because I lived for so many years and I get emotional just talking about it. I could actually cry right now. As 
like just having a horrible relationship with food where I feared it. Right? It was like I wouldn't go out because I didn't want to ruin my diet. I wouldn't um allow myself to enjoy a piece of cake because it would lead to other things. Just this horrible relationship with food that that the reason that that happened is because I didn't know any better. So food was something that I feared, right? I was nervous around it. I was anxious around it. And I lived, it controlled my life, right? Yeah. So now going back to, to what we were talking about, food, the mind and the, and the gut and our senses, everything is connected, our digestion starts with our sense of smell, sight, and ear. When you hear, I'm going to serve you the most delicious pizza, your mouth starts to salivate, which means that, you're, that you're, the saliva that your mouth is, is releasing is preparing your stomach to receive nutrients that is going to break down, right? So everything, and then unfortunately, our medical system, right? Western medicine is so divided, right? When you have a headache, you go to a doctor. If your stomach hurts, mm -hmm. you go to another one. And they treat the body as separate when the body is an entire ecosystem that needs to be treated as one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going back to what we were talking about the gums, if somebody sees their milk separating, even if it might taste good, right? They're not going to like it because it looks in unappealing. It's not what a mm -hmm. latte is supposed to look like, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So now all of my ingredients are nicely put together. I'm going to add my Kalamata olives. And you can add or remove whatever you want. Maybe you want to add some peas instead of the olives, or maybe you want to add peas are in season, asparagus are in season, pea, uh, snap pea, sugar peas, snap peas are all in season. And you can customize these pasta dishes however you want. That's awesome. And thank you for, like, what I'm taking away is I usually dump everything at the pan in one time, and that's yeah. why they don't cook properly. That's the key. Like, you're like, what takes longer to cook? And I, of course, it makes sense. Um, I just didn't think about it that way. And you know, Jackie, it's about having a love affair with food, treating mm -hmm. it with love and respect. Because treating yeah. our meals with love and respect is what's going to, this that we're treating with so much love and respect and giving it so much positive energy, right, is what's going to heal us from the inside out. We are projecting energy, good or bad, right? Because if you're in a bad mm -hmm. mood and you eat, your stomach is going to hurt. Another example, yeah. right? Your digestion stops when you're in a bad mood, right? So the energy that we're giving this food is also going to help heal us. So treat food with love and care and pay attention to the way you cook it, the process of how it, it, um, it browns, the process and how long it takes to cook, right? And just give it the respect that it deserves because ultimately this is your medicine cabinet. Yeah. Right. And I think that's why a lot of my family members, the ones that like to cook, my cousin Janine used to love to cook, and she knew that I enjoyed her meals. So every once in a while, I'd call her, hey, do you want to cook me a dinner or whatever? And that's why it tastes so good, because she truly enjoyed making it for me, and I really enjoyed eating it. And it was just, like, such a nice thing to do. And I even noticed um, my husband's great at breakfast food, and I'd always be like, every once in a while, can you just make me breakfast? And and you can feel that it was done with that kind of like respect, love. I mean, how he flips an egg is like an art. He makes sure, like he just puts in a lot, a lot of effort around getting the perfectly made egg over easy with a piece of, I don't know, whatever bread he puts together and just, he wants the butter to, <laughs> to go on each 
expert. So that makes so much sense. And sometimes I'm just like not in a good mood about cooking because I'm like, oh, I just don't know how my food comes out ugly and blah, blah, blah. And then when I eat it, I'm like, oh, that was very uneventful. Like it didn't taste as good. Like I'm like, what happened? It's because of how I showed up to food. Exactly. And myself, you know, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It Um, makes sense. I going back to your point of your cousin Janine, um, my mom, and this is something that I'm writing about in my book, my cookbook that comes out at the end of the year, possibly the beginning of next year. But it's it's that right? Like my mother makes the most amazing and you might laugh when I say this bowl of white rice with a fried egg over it. (laughs) You would think like, yeah. You would think I'm telling you of like a beef Wellington, right? Which is like one of the most difficult things to make ever. The reason that it's so good, it's because of the love that she puts in it. It's the energy that she's putting into this thing that she's making that she knows I love so much. And that is the power of food. Food has that power, right? Food is what brings us together around the table. Food is Mm -hmm. what... Um, is what reminds us of memories of our ancestors growing up. So here we are living in a world that instills fear in us for eating too many calories, eating this, not eating that. When food is pleasure, food is energy, and food is therapy in a good way if we allow it to be. Right. Yeah, and if so we allowed, because going back, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm sorry, no, I just no, have to ahead. share no, no, real no, no, quick. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. My, my, thank you. My grandmother was Polish, and she used to make homemade pierogies. Oh my Not god, a homemade pierogies by an old. She was like in her 80s. Uh, she died. She was 96 when she passed away. So still in her 80s. I remember calling her and saying you're not going to be making them much longer for me. I need a genuine pierogi made by an old Polish lady standing in that outfit, you know, the house dress that all the old ladies used to wear, rolling. She goes, I'll make it for you one last time. And that pierogi tasted, she was like 86, my last pierogi. It just like warmed my heart. It was like the best pierogi ever. And now I live, you know, by Brooklyn and Greenpoint, and I'm trying to source out an old... Polish woman, it, but she has to be old, <laughs> and she has to be like, st- like she has to be old. It can't be a young Polish woman, and just making yeah. me. But you're right. Like that was also her therapy, and that was her way of showing love and cooking for us to do it in that way. She never taught me the recipe because she said it was too hard. Go, go buy it, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's so funny, and it's true. It's that um, you know, love and you know, memories and. And pleasure and I mean food is culture and and when we start depriving ourselves of it because for whatever reason it's just it's unfortunate right so yeah anyway um let's okay where are we with food again all right so where are so it's all done so I seasoned it with some mineral salt. Um, I like to use Redmond salts because it's mineral salt. It's um, not refined. Um, I get a lot of questions from my clients or when I teach classes and things like that, when they're like, oh, but salt, but salt. If you're eating good quality salt, don't fear salt. Fear, uh, salt provides electrolytes. It, it provides iodine. It's good for us in moderation as long as it's the good quality salt. When we buy table salt that is highly refined, that's when we get into trouble. So when my clients mm-hmm. come to me and they say things to me like, I, I'm eating a diet of no salt, but I'm like, are you eating sugar and processed foods? Because that's worse. Yeah. Right. So again, paying attention to the to the foods. Okay. So I added some salt and then I added some Italian seasoning just because Mm -hmm. it's a nice mix. It also helps speed things up in the kitchen. And as long as you're buying good quality, organic, no preservatives and additives, I find that this is a really great shortcut to get dinner served on the table faster. So I added some Italian seasoning, some salt and some pepper. And now I'm just going to combine it. I'm going to combine these ingredients. And one thing that I forgot was a plate, and I will get that now. 
And this is good for the whole family. Your whole family will eat this. Absolutely. I'm sure they yes. will love it. Yeah. I mean, how well, Carolina may not because of the olives and stuff, but for the most part, she loves fresh tomato sauce. And this is how it looks, but I want to plate it nicely so I can show you guys. Because again, visual is so important. Mm -hmm. I just need to grab a plate really quick. So I'm going to slide. Sorry, my window's open. You can see yeah, no, we just had like a major <laughs> for those rainstorm. of us who are not from here. Did we? Is that what, what was happening here? Yes, I'm up in uh, Westchester, not at home today. And are you? It was terrible. Yeah. But you're right. So I here. love when like the chefs take time to plate their dishes and it's like so pretty. Yeah. It's like an art form. Absolutely. And we are going to garnish this with some fresh parsley again parsley is anti-inflammatory it helps detox the liver so use your herbs and spices at every opportunity you have because it really is amazing and i am going to add a nice helping of my fresh cut parsley mm. on here and here you have a bowl of hearty oh. pasta with spring vegetables that is ready in no time. I mean, it took us a little bit longer because we've been chatting this entire time, but had we yes. not been, I would have put this on the table in under 20 minutes. That looks delicious. You need to send me a, like, just take a pic, send it my way. I want to post it. Absolutely. I want to remind everybody that, um, you know, eating plant-based or eating knowledge around food, eating purposefully, eating seasonally. I mean, Carla, you have just given me like 12 notes here, um, being flexitarian. Oh. <laughs> I really like that. I like that being flexitarian because it feels not constricting and more able to adapt and listen to my body because maybe at the moment, while I do still, while I eat meat, but I want to incorporate more vegetables, there might be a day that I'm like, you know what, I feel like a bit of meat. And usually I know it's around um my period or things like that sure. is because i'm craving something and my body's just used to it at this point finding that right. source for me but i'm sure i can find it somewhere else mm -hmm. i just don't know yet um so i like that i like that terminology um oh my god this is awesome i wish you could just put the food through ig <laughs> i know i, I wish over. i could just be like this is a deliverance yes or come over that's going to be the next one maybe you should come over we'll do an interactive interactive one and you know what um curiosity is the first step right once you become curious you plant the seed and i have a um a very special announcement to make on july 20th i'm going to be dropping something very very special that is that was made as a response to concerns questions ideas everything that i hear from my community from what my community shares with me um i created something very special that drops on july 20th so if you guys are interested in joining my VIP mailing list, you can do so by clicking the link in my bio and just entering your email. I promise I won't spam you. I would just send you one email with the information. And again, this is a true labor of love. I do this because I've lived it because it's changed my life in the most impactful way. Um, and I want to continue to share this because I want to provide the same for other people too. It is possible to heal your relationship with food, eat with purpose, and learn to fall in love with foods that love you back. Oh, you yeah, and I think that's uh, that's why I'm in that place and why I was very drawn to you. Well, first, your personality and, and your eyebrows. Like, love them. Um, I work very hard at these eyebrows, and I have been for the past eight years. I want everybody to know that this didn't happen overnight. I used to have those, like, screwing eyebrows for so long. Thank you so much. Oh, my God, because in your 40s, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, everything was so tiny. And so I know. Tiny. I know. Um, so I, I, I'm acknowledging your eyebrows and the time because I understand that takes time and effort. And um, just showing up all this time and uh, your lunch, it's a lunch with Carla. Is that what you call lunch it? Lunch with or... Carla. I, I share, yes. I try to share every single day. Of course, I'm also a mom um, and, and I've got a lot going on. But I do this because it is possible to implement a whole food plant-based diet and and be creative. And, you know, today I shared, and with this we can close if you would like, I shared that 
simplicity is key to, is the key to success when it comes to this, right? I mean, I know that uh, when we decide we're going to go plant-based and all of a sudden we want to make a vegan cream cheese, um, a cheesecake with blah, 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 blah. And then it just becomes something that is so different than what we're used to. And it doesn't come as second nature. It becomes difficult. And with difficulty comes that you're going to fall off the wagon and you're going to give up. Keep it simple. Upgrade the meals that you make on, an, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, just remove the animal protein and substitute for something that is more natural, more veggies, right? And just baby steps, right? We've been eating this way for half of our lives. We cannot expect change to happen overnight. So allow yourself to be flexitarian, but love and accept yourself at every stage of the game because you cannot, um, you cannot hate your hate your way to the finish line, right? You cannot change a body you hate, and I say that a lot. So the choices that we make should be because we love our body and respect it, not because we hate it. I'm sorry, I had to write that down because you're talking <laughs> directly to me. <laughs> Um, I, exactly. Being 45 and going through many different seasons of life with yeah. um, the media, our mothers, our, oh all the women Absolutely. in my life and how much, you know, they've all struggled and the, um, the narrative that has been fed to them for the past, their whole entire life. So I see how it trickles down. And um, we've had this conversation around our daughters are watching us. They're listening. They're um emulating what we do and there's you have to decide whether is that uh, pattern going to stop with you or not and you know we have to heal ourselves first but I but you saying that you can't change a body cannot change a body we hate that's hitting home because I'm really I'm really really hard on myself incredibly hard on my body and like you said we birth children like I'm going through hormonal changes um, you know stress anxiety plays a role in it lack of sleep and mm -hmm. so many things so it's just nice to know that um, we can take baby steps <laughs> and that we're not Knowledge alone in this journey. We're not alone. And that we're yeah. not alone. We've built, I mean, my relationship with you is a perfect example. You know, yeah. friend power is more powerful than willpower. Surround yourself with like-minded women that help encourage you and, you know, support you in your journey and who share the same ideas and philosophies as you do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The meal is looks absolutely delicious. Please share a picture because that cannot go to waste I before will. Joe eats it. <laughs> he I can't will. eat it yet. He has to wait. Joe, you, you know him so well. You know him. You know him so well. He's, he's probably working. smelling he's it like, right now and was like, he's like is that IG Live already? over? Carla, I'm hungry. <laughs> so thank you. Thank, thank you so you much, so my much, friend. Jackie. You're amazing. Um, Oh, so are you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at 4. And catch this again, IG Live TV and or on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your favorite pod. Thank you so much. Mwah. Bye. Bye, Jackie. Thank Mwah. you. Right back at you. Bye. Bye.